Hey guys, this is Philip Jackson, the pastor of Young Adults at Evergreen Church. Today on the podcast, we have a special guest. His name is Steve-O. Steve-O has been an advocate for the special needs community for a number of years. He has cerebral palsy, and uh, it is sometimes difficult to understand what he says. But we have some other guests on the podcast as well. Our own Haley Culberson is going to be facilitating the conversation today. She has been involved in a ministry called Camp Barnabas. It is a special needs ministry that's based in Purdy, Missouri. Uh, for the last several years, uh, and Evergreen has been a uh, contributing ministry partner with Camp Barnabas for a number of years. Our REACH ministry has been searching for the last several years to uh, find a place for us to be able to invest ourselves intentionally uh, within the ministry, and we have decided to invest ourselves at Camp Barnabas. So Haley is going to be facilitating the conversation today between Steve-O and his good friends Connor and Austin. Connor and Steve have actually run marathons together. They've hiked mountains together. Uh, it's pretty cool to see how God has been using their relationship to start conversations about special needs ministry across the country. The guys have also produced a short film about their adventure climbing Mount San Luis. I posted a link to that video in the description of this episode. I hope you enjoy. Okay, so... Then I will start with why did you decide to go on this trip, this hiking trip? Oh, you want to try something new since yeah. you had done uh, all these marathons before? Yeah. yeah. How many marathons have you done? <laughs> I don't even know. It's that many you don't even know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So what was the hardest or most unexpected part of this trip? How long I was on his back. How long you were on Connor's back? Yeah. How long were you on Connor's back? Oh. <laughs> yeah. It felt like forever. It felt like forever? I felt Austin. Yeah. Um, let's see. We, uh, yeah. I th- think from the valley floor where we left the chair to the summit was about three and a half or four hours. And then we were on the summit for 20 minutes and it looked like there were some storm clouds that were coming. And so then from the summit, we ate a little food. And then um, this was, this was actually, uh, I didn't quite know how to portray this in the film, but um, a lot of people think about mountains as uh, once you've reached the summit, you're good. But that's only halfway. Um, and 
in mm. big mountaineering adventures, um, the, there's a greater fatality rate going down than up. Um, and, and this wasn't the type of mountain that probably that would have happened, but uh, anyway, so it was four hours going up to the summit and then probably two and a half or three getting back to the chair. And then from the chair, it was probably another two hours back to camp um, where we spent the night. It was a long day. Whoa. Oh, Connor's here. That was an old out because I have Everything You didn't have anything holding on to him? No. Just your arms? Yeah. Show us those guns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Connor, how are you? I'm doing well. Sorry, being late. <laughs> you're good. You're good. We were just getting started. The time. I saw that movie. I would say, help in the hill. Sometimes he was saying, sometimes I look back and I think, how in the heck did we do that? <laughs> I think I have a suspicion. Do you know what my suspicion is? God. Yeah, but that's right. That's right. <laughs> the one and the only way that happened. Yeah. yeah. So uh, since Connor's here, you want to talk about how you and Connor became adventure buddies? So, Steve was saying uh we were at a staff retreat together and um we were at there was a fundraiser for a half marathon and we were there handing out medals together um and steve made the comment that he always wanted to run a marathon and i wanted to make that possible <laughs> um uh it kind of my short uh, perspective of that um term of events was when steve-o said i wanted to i always wanted to do a marathon here's a man that i'm helping in a chair um that can't stand on his own dreaming about doing something that would be impossible and it just really inspired me to look beyond what i thought i could do but also look to see 
what dreams are out there within SIVO that we can make possible, um, one by our own uh, creativity, but also a lot of inspiration um, and uh, bringing a community together, but also stepping out in faith. Um, our first marathon we signed up for, we one had not trained together and two didn't even have a chair that we could run with. We just anticipated that it would happen before we ran. <laughs> um, so that really started a, to set a, uh, a standard that we're going to do these adventures and ask God for big things and ask people to join us in this because um, we can't do it ourselves. And so that's really how it got started was Steve-O put the, the dream in motion. <laughs> oh, boy, the way that I is I feel okay. It was Connor's idea and you just said okay? The hike was, yeah. And, and I will say, Steve-O, uh, I, I, I was, I, I did pitch the idea of really high Colorado mountains. So you can even blame that one step further. Um, yeah, so. I <laughs> you like okay whatever <laughs> you're in for whatever right easy going guy yeah that's awesome so uh what is something that you want everyone here to take away from your film and from your adventure yeah <laughs> Dream big. Just dream big. Yeah. Yeah. Dream big. Make it happen. Awesome. So, um, I think I've told you that this summer we're going to go to Barnabas, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, can you tell everybody what you've done at Barnabas? Like, what is, um... What has been your role at Barnabas? Um, You've done it all. Yeah, so you've gone as a camper. Yeah. Uh, you've gone back and served because you care so much about that place, right? Yeah. You've been on staff. Yeah. What what have you not done? I can think of anything. So okay, so my favorite thing of one of my favorite memories of being on staff was when you were on staff too and it was work projects. And here we are raking leaves. Moving rocks from one pile to another, <laughs> painting buildings, all these things. And then here you see Steve-O with a leaf blower uh, strapped to the back of his chair out there with us doing work projects, right? Yeah. I feel like 
Your chair will help you. No? I I don't like to. What was the last part, Steve? I poop. Yeah, me. Oh, I don't like letting my wheelchair stop me. Yeah, that's awesome. So, since we are going to camp, a lot of these people have never been to camp before. So, what would you say... And Connor and Austin, since you guys have been on staff and been there too, like you guys feel free to answer as well. Uh, what is your biggest takeaway from being at Barnabas? Say it one more time. That you love that everybody just loves each other? Yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? Yeah, um, I would say uh, some of the biggest takeaways from camp is realizing um, how little energy, sleep, and food you can run off of. <laughs> um, there's many. That's straight facts. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Um, but the uh, yeah, the biggest thing in that is like realizing you can't do it yourself. Um, there's always staff members, volunteers, um, campers that will give you the right inspiration, motivation, and hand uh, when you need it. Um, sometimes it doesn't have to be verbalized either. The Lord knows our thoughts and it, Barnabas is a, a unique place where you can be pushed to your max, but filled up just in the same way. Um, and it reminds us outside of camp that we can give more and that life is meant to be given. Um, and that, uh, can be influenced anywhere we go and that we can always um, give and also inspire others to give through our giving. Um, so you're never alone in that. And um, that's what camp reminds you. You have a, a wonderful, loving community. Yeah, I kind of speak to that same sentiment um, that uh, camp is just a place that can foster lifelong friendships. I mean, I, I feel like this conversation is um a testament to that um and connor and steve have been kind enough to to bring me into that fold a little bit uh but um yeah i mean i, I think it's easy to 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 think about serving at barnabas or, or going into it as like you doing a good thing for someone else and 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 that can be a, a preconceived sort of sentiment that you bring in when when in reality it's um it's it, it's it Barnabas just does a good job of facilitating places for people with different backgrounds to become friends mm. um and there that's doable in in a in 
different social settings, but um, it's a it's a really uniquely concentrated place where um, where where uh, you can be in a room with a bunch of people that have different life experiences than you, and that's I think that's a really key takeaway and and one that's but I, I clearly find valuable because. <laughs> Connor and Steve are still two of my uh, closest friends. So, um, yeah. Sweet. So, uh, what can someone going expect to uh, expect during their time at camp? What What would someone going as a volunteer do? can be really nerve-wracking when you go at first you don't know what to expect who you're gonna meet all this stuff but once you get into a routine and start um establishing patterns that the nerves go away right yeah yeah i still keep that way so you still get nervous. When yeah. You yeah. And you've been going since when did you tell me? 97. 97. Yeah. Wow. So you're basically an old man. I'm still kicking. You're still kicking? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Connor, uh, Austin, do you all have anything to add? I'll kind of give my background into how I got into camp. Um, so my mom's a dental hygienist and she was cleaning someone's teeth teeth. And they said, Hey, there's a cool camp in pretty Missouri. You should see if your boys want to go. And so me and my brother, I was in high school and my brother was in middle school. Um, didn't know it was a camp for people with disabilities. Uh, we just showed up thinking it was a summer camp by ourselves. Um, yeah and mom thought it was great that we were out of the house for a week and both of us didn't go with a group and nothing and um we the first night we realized what we actually got into um we felt a little bamboozled by my mom um (laughs) in, in hindsight though it was probably the greatest way to be introduced to camp um, because I had no idea what I was actually doing. Um, and that I feel like is a great place to start. Um, camp is full of adaptation and flexibility. Um, so even if you have an idea, it's probably not going to happen that way. And that's the beautiful thing about it. It becomes something that you may not realize you needed, but the Lord knows you already need it before you start. Um, So some expectations, I would um, expect there's going to be some breaking, but also be open to 
how the Lord's going to reveal um, some very, very simple fundamental truths that you can carry on for the rest of your life. Um, and also friendships that you may not anticipate happening. Like there's campers that I know I'm, I'm good friends with that were in other cabins or, uh, when I, um, went each time I took a different thing away from it. So, um, expect to be challenged, but also expect to receive way more than you could ever give. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you're not quite sure what to do, but you're able to just keep going. Almost. Almost. I was close. Ah. Okay. Sometimes you Sometimes you feel like you have nothing left. But then you keep going. You had it. <laughs> yeah. It was a uh, abstract interpretation. <laughs> I, 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 you, know, you know, you like abstract, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Austin? I, I had a pretty different role at camp. I was the videographer for half a term. Um, so I'll, I'll answer this with a non-answer, but maybe related. Uh, that's kind of my, that's kind of the way I tend to do things. Um, you know, I think in thinking about doing new things, like going to Barnabas, um, there's of course fear and there can be like feelings of like an imposter syndrome sort of phenomenon or, uh, you know, some sort of subtle, um, anxious sort of spirit and and for anything new I think that's that's very normal um and 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 I I think for doing new things like Barnabas um being a volunteer stretching your comfort zone or something like this I I think that's kind of the um what what the film sort of is attempting to speak to of um uh, of, there's there's an incredible value in in doing things with humility and as a student um, and learning from from others and and being able to admit that that you're not an expert in something and and coming into a new thing with a position of humility. I think there's also a lot to be said about entering into something courageously and with a sort of a. Uh, the heart of a lion in, in a way and, and bringing that sort of um, strength of spirit along with a positioning of humility. Um, and I think so often we have unquestioned assumptions and um, preconceived notions about people or situations or social uh, constructions or something like this that um, 
that we don't take the time to interrogate. And um, Barnabas is, is, is sort of a one way of being able to sort of with humility, learn from others um, while still being able to bring the best of yourself forward. Um, and, you know, there's so much beauty in um, this idea of like a shared humanity of, of you know, everybody is uh, made in the image of God and, and um, beautiful and in sort of this collective sense, but there's also a lot of value in this sort of uh, productive differences also and being able to learn from different perspectives and, and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I got So uh, I guess the advice is to enter with courage and with humility. Um, and that'll, that'll set you up fairly well. That's awesome. So last question for you. So our church has done something really natural. Uh, people with special needs have started coming to our church and that's kind of where um, this Barnabas initiative has come from because we have families with children who have special needs pouring in. So as someone who has a disability, what is how have you felt the most loved and seen when you go someplace? Like what advice can you give us as a church in making people with disabilities feel loved and seen? <coughs> so, um, I, Well, I can see why people hope this way, but since I have people talk to me, so So people talk to you slow and loud thinking that you can't hear them yeah. or that you can't understand them yeah. just based off your speech. And so um, just people speaking to you normal yeah. or you know, just a conversative yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Steve-O, thank you so much for coming today and sharing your story and giving advice and hopefully calming nerves. And thank you, Connor and Austin, for joining. Thank you for um, helping dreams come true. And, uh, for loving this, dude, because I know that's a challenge. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> it is. <laughs> it scares me. It scares me a lot when we talk. So <laughs> there's always a new idea or something. <laughs> Catch y'all on uh, Mount Kilimanjaro <laughs> next. Um, hey, two things. One, Connor, do you want to briefly talk about um, kind of the current thing that you guys are trying to sort out? And then I've got a sort of closing, closing bit. Yeah. With finding a home and, and, and whatnot. Right. So um, kind of our biggest next adventure. Um, Steve-O is um, trying to move out of his parents' place. And so um, like you had already said, it's pretty difficult to find anybody that wants to be with Steve-O for too long. Just, uh, you know, he brings up ideas of running marathons and hiking mountains so it's kind of scary for some people um <laughs> but um as he transitions to a new living situation um we're looking for uh essentially a companion um program or it's kind of uh, like a housing situation where he doesn't have to move into a group home um and uh there's some state funding for that, but we're also trying to figure out ways that we can make that more um, possible for him to find the place where Steve can still do a lot of these adventures and bike when he wants to and not be in a nursing home right now or, or a group home. Um, and Steve said, you know, I don't know if I could live my best life in that situation. So um, we're looking within Oklahoma to try to figure out a way to either make that financially possible or um, make a rotation or something where we could let Steve-O live his best life. Um, kind of producing this film and starting to share it is we're trying to find more resources. There's a wonderful community out there. There's a lot of great companies. And sometimes we just don't know what we don't know. And uh, this is a way that y'all can participate in let's share it and see what God does. Um, and, uh, anyway, that's kind of our next adventure. And, and if you ever hear of anybody that has extra resources in that realm or has uh, a son or daughter that is going through that same transition, trying to live, um, with a companion rather than in a, a facility or how they did that, um, feel free to reach out to Austin or myself um or steve-o and uh yeah we're just asking for everybody's help in either figuring out how we can make this possible um or how they want to participate in that yeah and then um just uh so on what's today the seventh on the 10th which i think is friday oh man that's good uh, we're gonna uh release the film for anybody to watch um we've been hanging on to the link for a while um but we're gonna release it into the wild and see what happens um so if um probably the best way to do this i'll release it on um my social media on facebook and instagram and that sort of thing um if you liked the film thought it was a, a thing that people should see, um, then we'd be stoked if you'd be willing to share that on, on Friday. So um, 
my Instagram is austinshaw14. Um, so on Friday, you'd see lots of things about that, ideally. And we'd be very, very grateful to um, if you'd take the time to, to share it and um, let people know about it. Um, because of it, you know, it's the those those are the connections that are uh, going to be able to help us connect Stevo to um, some sort of new living situation. So, goals to get Stevo on the Today Show and a that's date, right. probably, but you know, <laughs> and a date. That's right. <laughs> He's tired of going to dinner with us. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and pray. I have something else. Oh. Do not hit. Connor, like, lifts here, doesn't he? And Ardmore? Yeah. I mean, it's not that far. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Okay, well, I'm going to pray and close this, okay? Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for Stevo and for Connor and for Austin and uh, what you are doing in their friendship. God, I pray um, that as Stevo embarks on this next adventure uh, in finding an independent living situation, that you would just uh, make that possible for him if that's in your will, God. Um I thank you for what you're doing in this church uh, and with the special needs ministry and what you're doing in the hearts of uh, people here at Reach. I pray that this would just be the beginning of a conversation and uh, that there would be many more great conversations to come about disability ministry. You are so good. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey guys, this is Philip Jackson, pastor of young adults at Evergreen Baptist Church. I want to invite you to come to Reach. We meet every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. at Evergreen Church in South Tulsa, just east of Mingo on 111th Street. The mission of Reach Tulsa is to cultivate a young adult community that's defined by real transformation and a sincere pursuit of a godly life through training in biblical disciplines, personal development, and intentionally transitioning into independence as mature members of the body of Christ. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like and subscribe to our content. We're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Reach Young Adult Ministry is a part of Evergreen Baptist Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. For more information and additional lessons, please visit our website, evergreenbc.org.